Good day everyone, I am Akobe Ajibolu Victor and you are welcome to the Believers Hangout. Now, this is the very first episode, official episode of um, the Believers Hangout. And um, the Believers Hangout is aimed at building a community of believers, of Christians, who loves God and are passionate about the things of God and building a, a lifestyle confirmed to the character of Christ and God doing his will and fulfilling his purpose in our life and in the society at large hereby building our faith and growing in our spiritual life and ultimately building a character that makes us ready and prepares us even for the eternal hope which is the kingdom that has been promised to us through Christ Jesus. Now, to, um, today we'll be talking about a very crucial topic, which I believe is a foundational issue, and it is the entire core. It is a core on which the entire believer's life is based upon. Now, a lot of time when we talk about the cross, people just look at it like, and as a songwriter said, the old rugged cross. I will cling to it, and then exchange it someday for a crown now that's just one of the lyrics of a songwriter talking about the cross but one unique thing is that it is as old as the cross is it is still as valid as it was 2000 years ago today now the cross is the entire it's the is the epicenter of the christian life to get the cross wrong is to get the christian faith wrong the cross is what our faith hangs on because it is where the price for our salvation was paid it was paid in full it was where the journey the redemptive power and the redemptive journey of a believer starts from now it will be foolish of us to just look at it as just one story we read in the bible not considering what the cross stands for in our life in the personal it is the most important um, event in the human history now not just because the Son of God died on that day or because he died for me he died for you he died to give us an expected life a life that is redeemed and a life that is chosen even to radiate the glory of God as it was ordained from the beginning of time. Now, um, we are going to be going deeper than just the story of the cross. We are going to be looking at it on a more personal, like very personal level. Now, the text for our topic today will be taken from the book of Luke chapter 23 verses 39 down to 43. Now, I'll read from here. Now, one of the criminals hanging there called insult at him aren't you the messiah save yourself and save us the other one however rebuked him saying don't you fear god you received you received the same sentence he did as however is only right because we are getting what we deserve for what we did but he has done no wrong and he said to jesus remember me jesus when you come as king and Jesus said to him, 
I promise you that today you will be in paradise with me. Now, this is a very powerful message here. A message speaking and talking about grace. A condemned criminal speaking to Jesus. And then he is telling him and promising him a part, a portion in paradise that very, very night. Now, but before we be going deep into this passage, I want us to understand that or I want to pick this. I want to paint this picture in our mind. Can we probably ask ourselves why did Jesus die amongst two thieves? Why did he die? amongst two thieves i would advise that we we reflect on this particular because if we don't understand the why at which uh, to which he died on the cross and not just dying on the cross but amongst two thieves the son of god yes he came to die and to keep to save the the lost but why not just die or why is it why was it not just random that he will just be crucified amongst probably let's say four or five criminals or a mass crucifixion but why did he have to die amongst two thieves now one thing is that whenever god chose to interface with man and to interfere even in the course of man and walk amongst men he does not just do it randomly or in the pace of although human might be thinking they are in control but he does it at his own pace he does it the way he pleases the way he wants it done now although isaiah prophesied in isaiah chapter 53 verses 12 he prophesied about jesus christ dying among thieves but he did not say amongst how many i read that portion from here i will give him the honors of victorious soldier because he exposed himself to death he was counted among the rebels he bore the sins of many and interceded interceded for rebels that is isaiah speaking here now although he said rebels but they all then matthew mark luke talked about him being crucified amongst two tips but why now the why is what we but before we do that we have to go back to Genesis to understand from the place of creation why he had to die amongst two things now the Bible speaking in Genesis chapter 1 verses 26 said come let us make man in our own image after our likeness and then Genesis chapter 2 verses 7 said and the Lord God formed man out of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and the man became a living being now when god created man although he formed man out of the dust unlike every the other uh, the other creation which he spoke into existence but he created man formed him out of the dust and then when he did that one unique thing is that after he had now formed man out of the ground he proceeded and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life now the bread of life as god uh, god has said that whatsoever comes from him cannot return without fulfilling 
what it has been sent out to do. Now, one thing about the creation was that the breath in this context was not just um, how do I put it, oxygen as we breathe as men, but it was a part of God. Now, He created man and He breathed into the nostril of man, and the man became a living being. Now, permit me to jump into the New Testament where He talks when he, uh, in, um, in John when Christ uh, when Christ was saying that for God is a spirit, and He who was worship God must do that in spirit and in truth and then jesus christ further went to establish himself as the truth now but the part we are concerned with is the spirit part now the man is a spiritual being he was created in the likeness of god now god is a tripartite god the godhead contains of three persons in one god the father God the Son and God the Holy Spirit. Now, man was a three entity just like God was the, the flesh, the soul, and then the spirit. Now, the flesh, which is the which is the body we can physically see, and which is that which was formed out of the dust. And then we have the soul, which is the mind, the mind of man. Now, but the spirit, which is the most important of all, and which will ultimately return back to the Father, which is the bread that preceded out of God. And no wonder David speaking, he says that, Don't you know ye are gods, and why do you die as mere mortals? Naturally, that's why the Bible speaking says, For the thing, for the scriptures are things of the spirit, and can only be discerned through the spirit, for they are the things of God and the things of God can only be discerned and be understood through the things of the spirit. But man is a spiritual being that intercepts with the body through the soul and is in the soul and the soul living in the body. Now, when man fell in the garden of Eden, he ate the fruit. Now, when he ate the fruit, the flesh became conscious. The flesh became aware of his environment. Now, a lot of persons used to say that man uh, was out, that um, the man was naked in the garden. Yes, the man was naked. But permit me to say this: in the garden, the flesh was meant to be the cover for the, the spirit of man and the soul, a clothing system. Now, but when man ate the fruit, the body of the flesh became conscious and aware of its environment. Now, the clothing became aware that it needed to be covered now. So, that's why he took for himself a fig leaf to cover its nakedness. And then the spirit of man became dead or redundant disconnected so when god came man was the only one that was privileged to fellowship with god without a barrier without any barricade even the angels couldn't look because the seraphim had to cover the throne of god with their wings to reduce the glory so that the glory doesn't consume them but man had the privilege to fellowship with god one-on-one without intermediary fellowshipping with god but and it was god's plan in the garden of eden that through fellowshipping with god man will be conformed to the character of he who has created man which is god 
but sin came into man and robbed man of the opportunity of being conformed in character and then the flesh became a conscious being understanding and gaining a will of its own so when god came into the garden the man the natural instinct of the flesh was to hide since now the clothes the clothing that was to cover this that was to cover the nakedness all i say to cover the spirit and to house the spirit and the soul now became conscious and having its own way and now because of disobedience could no longer go to the presence of god and fellowship so the flesh became conscious and the spirit became disconnected it was god's plan that through fellowship man will be conformed to his character and understand its tripartite nature through fellowshipping with god because man was to model the likeness and the lifestyle of god but sin deprived man of that so the flesh became gained its own will the spirit had its own will and then there was a contention for the soul of man between these two forces the spirit and the flesh so that very day man became disconnected with god uh, from god and then man was casted out of the garden but one of the events that happened on that day was that sin now gained dominion over man man became a natural slave to sin because sin crept into man through the flesh through disobedience and now when it got out of the garden it was now confirmed to the nature of he now who is in control which is sin and the spirit of man being in the likeness of god carrying an attribute of god which is the spirit became uh, redundant became disconnected so man began to live by the flesh and was trying to that's why all through the old testament you saw people trying to live and then even when the spirit of god came upon them it could only just come for a time and then it goes why because the spirit that should actually reflect back to uh, reflect and also be conformed even to the holy spirit and uh, to be like uh <coughs> excuse me the flesh uh, sorry the spirit that is in the likeness of god that should actually have been in fellowship with the spirit of god was now disconnected and then the flesh being purely evil and the thinking of the flesh is naturally evil at all time could not come to the throne of grace could not come before god because regardless of whatever it will do the flesh's will since it has been subjected to the leadership of sin all it sought to do all the days of his life which is the flesh it's sin 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 that's just the only thing in the mind of all i say that's just the only thing flesh could do and the soul on the other hand that's why jesus christ when he was talking he said that what shall it profit a man if he gains the entire world and loses his own soul now the soul of man as i said earlier 
is what the battle now that's what the contention is every man came into this world with nothing and will leave this world with nothing but his soul his soul will be the only thing that he will leave this world with why because the soul is where the information is the mind is where the information of either you are if you are being ruled by the flesh it is being stored in the soul if you are being ruled by the spirit it is being stored in the soul and because of the nature of the soul the soul is naturally will i say in a way let me permit me to use this word innocent the sin of man came in through the flesh but because the spirit that should have fed the soul through fellowshipping with god in the garden of eden became disconnected the soul of man became now started to um, became subjected to being fed by the flesh the flesh started feeding the soul that's why even when a man is doing evil and does evil there's still this part of him that wants to do good he might not be able to explain it he might not be able to tell this is the why at which i this is the reason why i am doing this evil or this is the reason this is the reason why i want to do this good but he just at some point he just like okay yes i know i am a sinner i know i am bad i cannot there's nothing i can do to change it but i just want to do this good maybe it will even count for something it is the soul because the soul naturally I was designed to receive information through the spirit and also confirm and then kill all the will of the flesh the natural yearning of the flesh would have died out and then the entire three the three the tripartite nature of man becomes one just as the nature of God which is the God the three the Godhead which is the Father the Son and the Holy Spirit also as they operate as one so but man lost this ability man lost this privilege in the garden of eden but christ had to come and fix it now he didn't just come and say yes i died on the cross and then he went but he showed us the a classical representation of the same battle that happens in every man's life every day the flesh is saying oh yes i did this i did that i did it so you are the savior that is going to come save me and blah 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 the flesh is always self-seeking self-justifying there's nothing you can do the self just wants more the flesh just wants more 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 of everything you can do so that is what this place in luke 23 is saying Oh, and then the and one of the criminals said oh aren't you aren't you aren't aren't you aren't you the um um holding sword at him aren't you the messiah you are the one who has said you are coming to save us okay well since you are the messiah first save yourself and then when you are at it some some translations say you now save us now that is talking about the flesh the flesh is always in conflict with the spirit now on that cross jesus christ represented the spirit being made one with god now the spirit being rebated in man but the flesh was there mocking him now because the flesh understood there that the battle for the soul is being won the flesh understood that the spirit is being rebated and is being rebated even to the glorification of god and to establish man in the true purpose and will of god for mankind but as the man is it will always rebel 
as the flesh is it will always rebel oh aren't you the savior if you are the savior and you are the messiah save yourself and you save us but the other one which is our soul the soul is naturally inclined towards the spirit cleared out and cried out and said oh we have done this we are deserving of whatsoever punishment we are doing we are getting and moreover we are being meted with the same punishment he is also being being being, being, um, being afflicted with but we have done this to deserve what we are suffering from but this man has not done anything to deserve this and he looked at him and said oh jesus remember me when you come as king now we understood he understood that the kingdom and the messiah that uh, that what jesus christ was doing transcended beyond that thing that was happening that very day because what is the what okay what is what was their this thing they are dying they are dying there's nothing that could happen after they've been dying they are and the worst of it is that they are dying as criminals so definitely who, who which divine entity will come and receive them in the afterlife nobody but he looked at Christ and said, For you are an innocent man. All these things we have heard about you, they are, they are, they are true. And not even when you stood trial, there was nothing to convict you with. But because of the wickedness of man, the wickedness of flesh, you have been crucified unjustly. But when you come back as king, please remember me. And then Christ said to him, For this very night, you will be with me in paradise. Now telling him that the soul is being saved. The spirit and the soul is now he said, For you will be in, with me in paradise. The soul of man is being saved, the spirit of man is being reconciled back to the Father. Although the cross talks, uh, speaks about the horizontal and the vertical relationship part of it, and then God, Jesus Christ, fixing the um, fixing the um, relationship, the broken relationship between man and God, and then man and man, but the most amazing story about the cross is that which signifies what he did for us personally on that cross he did not just die so that will come and start jubilating and then say oh yes i am more righteous than you i am this i am this i'm that no but he died to show us the internal world that is happening on the daily basis in the life of a man but if only you would cry out do not most time the problem is that we try to come to christ through the flesh and one thing is that the flesh will always rebel the flesh will always rebel christ the flesh will not come and submit itself to christ but it is the soul that always does and most time people will say ah for i know in my heart of hearts the heart of man is desperately wicked that's the only thing it knows to do every day is to rebel against god to rebel against god and then to kick against the things of the spirit but it is only the soul that will be naturally steered towards the things of god towards the things of the spirit because the soul is that part that was created by god to naturally be inclined with the spirit and it was to be fed it would the things of the spirit was to be fed to the flesh through the soul but sin 
and the devil and through the nature of sin man fell and then the soul that was to be uh, the, the flesh that was to be fed through the soul started feeding the soul putting all manner of vile things in the man then you start just see a man just wake up just go about all he just thinks about is just hate how to do more evil it's because it is being controlled by the person of the flesh the flesh is in control the flesh is vile the flesh is reviling the flesh is always kicking against the things of the spirit but christ has come and then he's saying for this night you will be with me in paradise telling him you have read you've reached out to me but i am telling you even as you have reached out to your soul so now the flesh because of his contention will and because of the nature of the cause that has been that has been meted out even in the garden after the fall of man and because of the cause said that for out of the flesh have you been made and to the to the out of the dust have you been made and to the dust shall you return but the spirit of man cannot die it is an eternal being so it since the flesh is dead now dies it goes to the dust but now the soul that has been tainted excuse me the soul that has been tainted through sin and tainted through the flesh returns back to the father but in the day of accountability it is found to fall short even of the holiness of God and the righteousness of God because it was meant to reflect back to God his holiness his righteousness but now it is coming all stained up by flesh all stained up by sin and polluted so it is being rendered to the fire to purge and then the wrath of God is being poured out daily 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 on, upon upon the soul daily even upon the spirit of, of the man in, in, in hell but the thing is that the wrath of God cannot be satisfied until it has blotted it out completely but it's something that takes an eternity to do an eternity to do sadly a lot of persons go down this path rejecting the saving grace that has been provided through the spirit in the person of Jesus Christ Jesus Christ has come that we may have life and life eternal and not just life eternal but to establish even while we are here on earth it is the time where we build character for Christ and when we follow in his likeness and we are conformed to his image because when they come a lot the Bible speaking it says that for a lot of persons in Matthew he said for a lot of persons will come and say father father for in your name we've done this the name of Jesus is not just enough to get you into heaven but the truth is said that for as many who are who believe to them as he given the power now not just that he says that for the spirit beareth witness with our spirit but when the spirit is disconnected then of what does the spirit bear witness with it is when the spirit bear witness that truly we are the sons of god that truly we have been called by god and we bear his mark which is his name jesus christ then can we gain entrance into that place and it's not just that it, it's not just that it bears witness it bears witness with the resurrected the regenerated spirit of man in you not with the flesh god is calling us he's calling us back to the place of repentance he's calling us back to the place of his original agenda he's calling us back to the place of his original purpose for man do not rely on your flesh to do good for you of your of works shall of by of works shall no man prevail but is given through grace 
God has given us that grace to be called His own, to be called His children, to be foolish of us to throw it away, just like the other thief did, the flesh, representing the flesh. No greater love can a man have for his brother than to lay down his life. He has paid the price. Let us come to him, humbled and surrendered. Do not rely on your on your flesh. Do not rely on your heart. But listen to that tingling voice in your soul. Come to him, accept him, for he loves you. He has paid the price. us the lord keep us and even as we have chosen to come to him if you are ready to make that choice just say this little prayer with me father i am sorry for how i have rejected your grace and i have kicked against you that ultimate price which you paid for me and how i have squandered your grace even over my life father i come to you broken i come to you even saying that same thing which the thief said Oh, Father, remember me in your kingdom. But thank God that your kingdom is already here. And thank God that the price has been paid even to bring me into your kingdom. Thank you, Jesus. Come and reign supremely in my heart. Come and reign as Lord over my spirit and Lord over my life. And help me to be conformed in character to the person of Jesus Christ through the spirit walking even in me in jesus mighty name we have prayed amen join us on our next episode and please do remember to subscribe to our social media handles and subscribe even and click on the uh, the notification bell even on the youtube channel and please remember to share with friends and families and loved ones god bless you till our next episode i am akobaji bolo victor